Hi, my name is Randy Smith Randall. I am a, a luxury apparel designer of randydesigns.com, but I am the state representative and director of blackwallstreet.org for California. This, 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 is, this is Diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have a real treat for you guys. I have a creative and an activist, an organizer. Uh, Miss Randy, Queen Randy is going to give us the game on health, what she's done inside and out of California, as well as her, her business. And we're going to wrap that all in that 30-minute window that we have with iTunes, iHeartRadio, and our latest partner at African Young Voices in Freetown, Sierra Leone. Miss Randy, welcome to the Diversified Game. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm blessed. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I, I don't know where to start. So I'm going to start with just, you know, I talk about a lot about entrepreneurship here and trying to get to the next level. But once you get there and then like you, you were you were, you know, struck with cancer and you have you're still here, still looking good full head of hair. I say that because my mother passed from it. So I was on that journey with her and, wow. you know, she was beautiful till she left, but to see you and you're vibrant talking to you, give us the game, some, some life tips, you know, um, tricks, maybe some hacks and just, you know, how you got here and the best is yet to come. Well, I can say that I'm a blessed woman of God. Whoever God is, is just my higher power because so many different people have different names and different things that they say about God. But all I can say is that ever since I was a little girl, I've been a spiritual type. And I became, I was a sickly child, come to think of it. I was always sickly. And I was raised up in church. Church of God in Christ, real fanatical, just Jesus, Holy Ghost type church. So as a child, I knew about fasting and, and we had to pray. We did all types of spiritual types of things at church. But I wondered, I used to pray and ask God, like, why am I sick? And at church, they told me I'm a healer. So if I'm a healer, why am I keep being sick? And then I just heard God say, because I can trust you and you will be a great testimony. So over the years, I've, I've endured several terminal illnesses and I overcame them. And in that interim, I even crossed over at one point. And while I was there, I was given a poverty alleviation plan that is fabulous and can work. So I was allowed to come back. And what God said was everybody doesn't get a second chance, but I have a plan and purpose for your life. So I'm I'm back here and just went through more peaks and valleys to 
think about what I've been through. I didn't understand that either. Why I went through, I went through so many illnesses and I also went through extreme identity theft. But then I look at it, if my identity hadn't been stolen to the extreme that it was, I really wouldn't have understood homelessness, poverty, when you try to get help from people and nobody helps you. So then I said, I'm, I have, I talked to God, like I'm talking to a person like, God, you got jokes because now I understand <laughs> true poverty <laughs> after in the eighties, I was making a thousand dollars a day. And that was a lot of money for the eighties. But then people tell me that's a lot of money for now. So it's just, I've had a remarkable journey and, um, to how I got here today is just by meeting Kellen on LinkedIn and here we are. Yeah. I almost want you to clarify how you made that money because in the time we live in and what people watch on YouTube, when they hear people talk about, you know, a thousand dollars a day, a lot of folks say, so what were you doing? Were you a wall street or are you a drug dealer? And it's like, man, a person could have been a physician, an attorney, a consultant. So what did you do in the eighties to make that type of money? In the eighties, I was, uh, I was uh, actually a model and a cosmetologist. I was actually a cosmetologist teacher. If you ever heard of Pivot Point International, I was a Pivot Point International scholar. And I had my own beauty salon. And I was also a platform artist for the company Luster Products, the makers of S-Curl, Designer Touch, uh, Pink Moisturizer that out of Chicago. I worked for them. But my $1,000 a day came just from hard, hard work in the salon with clients. I, I had just a, a huge booming black salon in Alton, Illinois, just a small town outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And it's the birthplace of Miles Davis, 15 minutes from Ferguson, super, super racist. But that's how I was making a thousand dollars a day back in the eighties. Wow. Wow. What would be your advice to anybody out there now, you know, uh, cryptocurrency, NFTs, everybody seems to be going online talking about how they don't have to work. A lot of folks are entitled where they don't feel like they should work for those people who are making good salaries now, since you've already done it, what would be your advice to somebody like that? Because a lot of times people don't think it's going to end. Well, I was in on the beginning with crypto over 10 years. I didn't understand crypto. So I didn't jump in with like a lot, a lot of other people who are millionaires from just crypto. Right now, I do have Bitcoin and I have Ethereum and Tron. But since my income was stripped, it's just like it's just like sitting there and it goes up and down. I watch it go up and down. I also invested in binary options, which for me, it was not good because I don't know what I, I didn't know what I was doing. And the people I believe are scammers because they won't let me get my profits and they want me to pay them every time they keep wanting to milk more money out of me. So I don't believe I was on the right platform for that. So right now I have like $68,000 worth of Bitcoin and they want me to pay $5,000 to get it. So it's just like, I'm, I'm just ignoring them. It's just like, I want to wait and see. Um, it seems like no one can help me, but I'm just kind of leery on the whole Bitcoin 
and cryptocurrency thing just because there's so many scammers out there. But I do believe that the future is digital and we're moving into a, a digital currency evolution because a lot of countries are starting to accept Bitcoin and they're wanting to use that as a currency. So it's like it's in, it's inevitable. Gotcha, gotcha. For those of you who want to do deep dives in cryptocurrency, check the links in the description, cprfirm.com. We talk about all things money and we can tell you how to, you might need to buy your crypto so it cannot be taken from you. Uh, the tip of the day is get yourself a wallet, a Nano X or something like that, and then get a backup. Let me ask you, Ms. Randy, with Black Wall Street, um, and links will be in the description, people, being the director in California. I'm from California. I'm from the Bay Area, Oakland, California, East Oakland, for all of those who say, we, you know, it doesn't pay to be from Oakland nowadays. So <laughs> you say, you're, you say an outside. <laughs> but uh, but, but what, what is the Black Wall Street um, uh, organization all about and how can people get involved? Because California really needs some help, especially the Black community. Well, Black Wall Street evolves from the Tulsa massacre. When we had a thriving Black community, Greenwood, then 600, over 600 businesses and just thriving. And they murdered us. That's all I can say. They, they were jealous. They didn't want us to have uh businesses they didn't want us to be thriving or anything so today it's just been a design of keeping us separated keeping us down we don't support one another as far as black people buying from other black businesses as much as we should we go other places the black dollar is the the oh, the slowest community of us recycling our dollars amongst ourselves. Other ones are staying in their neighborhood for, for weeks, some of them months. Ours is hours, not even a day. We don't keep our money in the community. So for California, what Black Wall Street is doing is cities that have a, a large amount of Black people and used to be thriving on most streets were streets like Dr. Martin Luther King Drive or Broadway or names like that, where you know it was the black hub of happenings in the city. We want to rebuild. We want to purchase property, start reviving, reviving those areas and having black people get back to business and get back to supporting one another and just start growing our community. That's what we want to do. And it's not just California. This is worldwide. We even have countries in Africa that have jumped on the board of regrouping and reviving their areas as well. But it's blackwallstreet.org. And if, if anybody heard about Atlanta, they've already gotten a, a district uh, really thriving and growing in an underground, like a black mall. So we're, we're just doing things to grow ourselves and come together as a united front to build ourselves instead of building up other people when we need to build up our own communities. 
Well, I'm glad you mentioned the new Black Wall Street um, mall that has opened. You guys, if you haven't been to Stonecrest, Georgia, just go a little outside of Atlanta and go check it out. Because, you know, now with the Internet, these messages get thrown out. Somebody hears something, a spark starts. And Dr. Claude Anderson, for longer than many of us who have been alive, has been writing books and talking about the unification. But sometimes it's, you know, the masses haven't caught on to it. Um, with what you see in California right now, the housing market, you got, you know, a, a new law every day off a new um, a COVID variant. Do you see that black people even have a, a chance in California or, or and should they be in Southern or Northern? What, where are we thriving in California? That is a good question. The first place we have to thrive is within our own mind. We just have to rebuild a new mindset because we can thrive anywhere if we come together and work together. And of course, the I'm in Los Angeles, Black Beverly Hills. So gentrification is coming in, trying to, you know, move us out. Of course, the prices are higher when you're in a, a so-called better neighborhood. So in California, most incomes are higher too. But people just aren't actually coming together like they should. We've been so hoodwinked and bamboozled into being against one another. It's a hard, hard bargain to just try to get us to trust one another and want to work together because there's enough people with money. I've even talked to people who have money, millionaires. They don't care. It's like you just have to have compassion and care about other people outside of yourself and think of it as a, a large picture of how we can raise ourselves up from just being downtrodden so long. So it's like we can we can really thrive anywhere. It's just coming together and working together. Yeah, amen to that. It, it amazes me. You have so many creatives on TikTok and other social media outlets. And I get the calls, people telling me I'm making more money in a week than I ever thought I would make. I just quit my job. But when you try to tell them, hey, talk to a CPA, talk to a bookkeeper. And, you know, when you find someone who's inside the community, all the you're always supposed to vet people. But the fact that one little thing happened, you know, I didn't like the website look, but the person is showing you the degrees on LinkedIn. There's testimonials. People are so just it, it, it's the scriptures talk about a, a stiff neck people. And I say, man, is that really is that us? Because you have to have an accountant. To, you know, you at a certain level, you can't count all your money and be legal. So, yeah, working together is necessito for my Afro Latinos and Latinas <laughs> listening. Um, can you tell the people a little more about your community give back? Because that's what I see that your your life has really been about and, and probably why you became the director of the organization. What is the community give back you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? Well, I have plans to build affordable luxury homes that people who are 
I, I don't even like to say homeless, but people without walls living on the street will be able to live in a, in a place that they never thought they could ever live in. And I even have different programs in mind to put together that people who, there are people who don't even want a home, don't want that responsibility, but they they can go into something more of a long term. There's I've got a five year projection to have people come in. I'll have uh, care for their children. So all they can do is concentrate so they can actually by the time they're finished with that five year program, they can have a degree certificate, be skill sets or something. It's just like I want to know from them when I meet people on the street, I ask them, what do you like to do? Is there anything that you can do within yourself that you really enjoy, but you just don't have the tools or the means to do it? Because if a person does something that they love and enjoy, they will continue to do it and thrive with it. So I'm with putting people in a position to where they will be able to be upperly mobile in a in a short period of time and then go on their own and then they will have money in the bank. They'll have their credit straight. I mean, I just want them to just be a brand new person by the time they finish. I've also, I'm an, I'm an architect, self-made architect, but I'm a degreed luxury apparel designer and interior designer. So I work, I have developers, developers, architects, different people on my team that we are just waiting to move forward. They're just like waiting for me to have the funds. So I'm working diligently to get funding to move forth with lots of these projects. I have doctors, all types of, of uh, health practitioners and gurus who are on my team. So it's just it's just like the Bible has a scripture that says, wine is merry, but money answers all things. So that's my scripture. It takes money to make money, and it takes money to answer all my questions. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. I, I, I like I like that. Um, it's Ecclesiasticus uh, ten nineteen. I like that um, yes. scripture. I, I use it um, often because I even tell myself. Money isn't my problem. We just have to find it. Then we have to be prepared to present it in a way that they'll understand. Because as creatives, sometimes we say things that, of course, don't you get it? But business has a different way of having you prove your idea and concept. So it, that's the frustrating part for some. I get it. L let the people know, because um, being on radio now on, on different stations, I'm, they I'm in the box a little bit. <laughs> uh, let the people know where they can find out more about your fashion as well as, you know, blackwallstreet.org. You guys can go check that out. But just if they want to connect with you, the best way to do that. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> since my identity was stolen and it was so extreme, my domain was stolen uh, I haven't even, I got my domain back, but it's my website isn't up and running and it's randydesigns.com, R-A-N-D-I. That, that will be my site again. 
Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, and I'm Randy, R-A-N-D-I, Smith, Randolph, on LinkedIn. If you go, I want every person, you don't even have to be Black, but primarily Black people, join blackwallstreet.org. It's right now, it's only $65 a year for membership. If you have any type of business or you're creative at something, we also have a platform for you there. And you can work with whoever your director is of your state. And if you have a heart to reach out and do some things and help the community, God's given you some kind of a gift where you feel like, oh, that's something I can do. There are some states that aren't covered yet. We don't have representatives in all 50 states. But I, I'm, oh, I know you can, another, I just got on TikTok. I'm a, a TikTok. It's Randy underscore black underscore or wall underscore street underscore org that's my tiktok and i'm also a moderator of our group my alkaline vegan journey on tiktok and we're working on fasting to rebuild our stem cells and have a clean slate no diseases no sicknesses no ailments ever again and just stay on a alkaline vegan journey powered by dr sabi's nutritional list got you i'm glad that you you gave that shout out at the end there's always a lot of you know naysayers and people say hey what who has he helped you guys i want you to reach out to miss randy because she has a full testimony and she can give you the ins and outs and i say that because if this is on youtube um or platforms like that sometimes you say dr sebi's name they just you, you swiped out of there they throw you out of the algorithm so i want you guys <laughs> to go check check that out because we always ask, well, who has he helped? You have somebody, she's talked about it. She'll tell you about it on your personal journey. And, and I'm only going to give you that piece because if she says one thing and it doesn't happen to you, you guys are going to go on and talk that negative talk. So you have to reach out to her personally to hear her testimony. She doesn't get paid for this. Um, she's doing it out of the kindness of her heart going for sainthood. So Ms. Randy, I thank you for coming on and sharing the game. Yo, thank you for having me. But I wanted to add something because you nailed something on the wall. For two years, I had been kicked off of Facebook. Facebook contacted me and told me I was violating their policy by talking about Dr. Sabi, vegan, all that. They told me they were supported by the pharmaceutical industry and they had kicked me off. So you're right. That was just amazing. Like they'll have half naked women and doing all kinds of stuff. But when you talk about health, they want you on there. So that is just so critical. It's Babylon. And for Babylon, people to wake up. That's what I say. Wake up and stay woke. Babylon, you're right. 
Yes. But you, I you thank guys you been... for having me. I really do. And it's a blessing. Uh, I, I'm going to probably get myself together as far as having everything the same because I'm on one one site. I'm something different on Twitter. Like I'm Queen USA on Facebook. I'm Randy Rand. So, you know, I need to just have one brand and move with that. But that'll come. Definitely, definitely. You guys have been blessed by the game. Make sure if you do nothing else, you share this with somebody. It will change their life. Be blessed, y'all. Hi, everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia? Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that'll guide you through this process. It's only $20, and in this course, you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is gonna cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that 100 US dollars is worth 1,000 South African rand and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings? So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African. I already know how it's like. I know that, you know, when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always wanted to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course. There's a little preview you can listen to. Um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifiedgame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.